Today's episode is brought to you by ButcherBox. ButcherBox is going to get you that good food. Now let's jump into this podcast. Hello, everybody. It's time for Cox and Print Dogs. Print Dogs in the morning. In the morning. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the episode of Cox and Crendor in the morning. Hey. Oh, hello. <laughs> hey. Can we just start today's episode with the fact that I came back from the grocery store and saw the most ridiculous damn thing I've ever seen? And I need to know your take on this because it makes <laughs> All right. no sense to me. It's fine with me. So I'm going through the checkouts, and I see, you know how there's usually like a wall of Halloween stuff, right? Yeah. It's that, it's that time of season. Yeah. And I see a bunch of bags, and one of the bags are, again, this makes no sense, and I have no explanation for it. All right. But one of the bags is like Darth Vader reaching for a, um, you know, like one of those pumpkin jugs of candy? Yeah. But the, it, but it also kind of has a Death Star vibe, and he's reaching for it, and it says, "Have a galactic Halloween." <laughs> All right. That's, that's that makes no sense. <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> Darth Vader isn't a ghoul. He's not some ghost. He's a man in a mach- in machine suit. That is like, true. I get what they're going for. They're saying like, oh, it's like galactic, but it's ghoulactic, get it? But it really doesn't tie in the Darth it Vader It doesn't tie into anything. There's no tie-in. There's no like, it doesn't make sense in the Star Wars universe. They just added ghoul to galactic and then threw Darth Vader on it because it's like a guy that people know. It makes no sense. Like if it was, a, um, I don't know, like a, a guy in a space suit, but he was like a skeleton. Right? Yeah. And it was like, have a ghoulastic, like, uh, ghoulactic, like, that would make, ghoulastic is different. Yeah. I don't know what or that just, is. That's like. <laughs> it's like Scholastic Book Fair, the Ghoulastic Book Fair. <laughs> the Ghoulastic Book <laughs> Stopping by your school this Halloween. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like, why don't they have Ghoul Vader? Ghoul Vader is not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like. Just have Ghoul Vader. No, it could have been Death Vader. That works. Yeah, that works. Could have been and, Darth. Um, I got nothing. I got nothing. For <laughs> Darth Ghoul. Darth Ghoul sucks. <laughs> Design Darth Ghoul. It sucks. That's terrible. Darth Ghoul. I mean, he's already kind of like a ghoul, and is like, because he's like no, got he's burned not, and stuff. He's already like, he's Ugh. just a man with burn. He's literally just a man with burns. He's a burn victim. There's nothing ghoulish about him. The man just got set on fire a little bit. That's it. That's what I'm saying. They could have turned him into a ghoul. <laughs> but instead, it's just an image of Darth Vader reaching out. I honestly <laughs> wanted to... I may go back and buy it. I may buy it. it <laughs> you do need to buy it at this point. It's so dumb. It makes no sense to me. And I'm obsessed. I've been thinking about it since I got home. I'm just like, what does it mean? <laughs> ghoul lactic Halloween. Ghoul lactic makes... It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> I'm obsessed with it. It's so dumb. Uh, I did. I looked it up, and all I found is a deep rock ghoulactic Halloween. 
We'll see Deep Rock Galactic. Gulactic makes sense in that scenario because I imagine you're a bunch of dwarves and you probably have to fight monsters or something, right? Yeah. So that makes sense. Darth Vader in no way fits with this theme <laughs> at all. <laughs> yeah, I, don't, I got nothing. It's so <clears throat> it's so shameless because you know they're like Star Wars people will buy this. You know they will, but it doesn't <laughs> yeah. make sense. Yeah, that's the whole point. Is they're like, yeah, we need some sort of Star Wars thing. He's like, what's well, something like galactic? And he's like, I got it, galactic. <laughs> they're like, yeah, slap it on. It, 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 it would be better if like Darth Vader was strangling a ghost. You know what I mean? Like force choking a, a ghoul. That would be that funny. would makes that would make sense. But instead, yeah. it's him being like, I like candy. <laughs> what does that and, have to do with anything? And really, does he like candy? Like, I don't know if he does. I don't think he, he can eat it. Yeah, I don't think he can <laughs> eat it. Well, I guess he could take his mask off and, like, nibble on it. But you know Darth Vader likes candy corn. Uh, Yeah, he probably would like candy corn. Yeah, that's what makes him evil. <laughs> that's why he's irredeemable. <laughs> yeah, that candy corn. Candy yeah, corn is the least sand-like candy. So it's not coarse or anything. Right, right, right. It's pure corn oil, I think. I don't know what that's made of, but it sucks. <laughs> what is it? Like, what is candy corn made of? Okay, that didn't answer. Okay, in addition to sugar, corn syrup, salt, sesame oil, honey, artificial flavor, and food coloring, candy corn also has gelatin and confectioner's glaze. Yeah, no, no matter what's in it, it still sucks. <laughs> yeah, that, still uh... Still not good. That sounds terrible. <laughs> I just, I don't get it. We talk about this all the time, too. Just, I don't get candy corn. I don't know people, yeah, I don't know many people who do get candy corn. And the people who do, again, all over 60. Every <laughs> single one of them. Yeah. It's just, it's so, it doesn't do any, like, it's not, like, sweet. It's, like, sweet, but it's not good sweet, right? It's, like, if I'm going to eat candy, I'm going to eat good candy. That's a question we should pose to the audience because I feel like sweetness in desserts slash candies is such a preference that when I think of sweet, it's probably different from the sweet you're thinking of, which is probably different from the sweet that the audience is thinking of. That's true. Because it's never the same. Everyone's like, oh, it's very sweet. And then you try it and you're like, mm, not really. But then... You know, someone will be like, oh, I make the best sweet tea in the world. You're going to love it. And then you taste it. It's like liquid sugar. I'm like, <laughs> how on earth does anyone drink this? <laughs> it's, yeah, it's all different. Yeah. Oh, my God. One time, I remember I went uh, I went somewhere, and I was like, I'm going to try sweet tea. And it was so sweet, I couldn't drink it. Well, that's the thing. Like, there's some sweet teas that are perfect. And there's some mm -hmm. that it's like they love the sweet and it depends on where you're at and where you're getting it. I know in certain sections of the Deep South, like, they dump a lot of sugar in. It's too much. I'd rather just have normal iced tea. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. Like, if it, you can put a little sugar in there, but, like, yeah, nothing crazy. I mean, honestly, just Arnold, what was I saying? Arnold Palmer me, and we'll be fine. Like, put some lemonade in there. It's all good. Lemonade has sugar. I'm fine. According to a 2020 survey, Gen X is the most likely to say they actually like candy corn at 58%. Gen Z followed close behind at 56%. Gen X? Wait, Gen Z? So millennials hate it, clearly. Uh, well, isn't Gen Z... No, Gen uh, Z is after us. Oh yeah, Gen Z is after, that's right. 
So yeah, how does Gen Z like candy corn? I don't know. I... But Gen Z, uh, Gen X is a, like around 50 at the moment. Yeah. Or like in their Millennials 50. currently would be 42 and down to 30 something. Yeah. According to I think, this. Uh... We've done this before and it's always, always <laughs> not accurate. They never yeah. can get this correct. And it always is upsetting because I feel like we should just all agree on this and wrap it up. Yeah. Uh... Yeah, it says anyone between 81 and 96 is a millennial. Right. right. So I'm like a prime millennial then. Oh, I'm an elder millennial. I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm one of the millennials that they're like, oh, this guy. We should get him adult diapers. <laughs> it's probably already, we need a sponsor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, I'll take elder instead of geriatric, which I read the other day. I keep reading people write geriatric millennial. I'm like, that's so purposefully insulting. Like, how dare you? <laughs> These ancient millennials are just unbelievably ancient and just, they can't move. I mean, so Gen X, Gen Z, so somewhere... There is a 14, 15-year period where people were like, candy corn, shit. And then Gen <laughs> Z was like, we ironically love it. Yeah. And by ironically, they mean we actually love it, but we don't want the millennials to think we love it. <laughs> I, don't, yeah. I can't believe, I can't believe Gen Z loves. I can't. It makes no, no sense. Way. Well... This other poll says that 33% of people believe the correct way to eat candy corn is by starting with the white end, 16% say the yellow end, and the majority, 51%, say to eat it all in one go. I didn't uh, even know it had different tastes. Yeah, I didn't know either. I wonder if now, this is like one of those things, uh, Neapolitan ice cream. Ah, uh, yeah. Where it's like, well, you gotta start with the vanilla side first. Oh, the chocolate, but you don't want to eat it all at once because you're mixing flavors. Is that the case, or is are people just crazy because it's like different colors and they like to eat the color first, but it still has the exact same flavor? I don't know because there's like popsicles that do that, right? Where you're like, ah, oh, you got the like those red, white, rocket and blue pops. pops. Dude. Yeah, the rocket, rocket pops. pops. Yeah, yeah, like the blueberry. It's got the lemonade, and then it's got like the cherry or whatever it is. So you're like, oh, that's cool. But like, is that what this is doing, or is it just like I always thought it was just coloring like food coloring it all tastes the same i have i have no clue that's what i thought as well it now we need what is the flavor i'm looking up what is the flavor of a candy corn i can't believe that that's <laughs> oh i don't like this i don't like this at all candy corn is modeled after corn in shape but not in taste no shit <laughs> The actual flavor is a wonderful blend, strongly disagree, of creamy fondant, rich marshmallow, and warm vanilla notes. When combined, these, the, uh, these flavors create the distinct candy corn flavor. So are you telling me that creamy fondant, rich marshmallow, and warm vanilla are the uh, white, orange, and yellow? Or is that a mix of them like a wine? You know what I mean? Like it says it has a bunch of it in it. Right. I just, yeah, I, I feel like it's just the notes. There's no way it actually's got that in it. Oh, no. This is amazing. Thrillist did an article about the different types of candy corn colors and how, <laughs> and they cut them up into different pieces and had people uh, eat 
part of it. Right. And this is this is this is some thoughts. This is Meredith, the section editor at Metro said, Great. the yellow bottom section tastes like the wax you wrap a uh, baby bell cheese in. Is slightly sweet taste, doesn't really identify it as food. The middle section is the love it or hate it piece of the candy corn. This one elicits strong reaction. Uh, this is the quintessential taste of candy corn. I don't know what that means. The white top part, I think it's white. Tastes like campfire marshmallow that's been toasted. And so maybe it is like you're eating a Neapolitan ice cream thing. Huh. Now I'm curious, but I also don't want to buy candy corn. Right. Like, I don't care that much, but I'm in to, to read it. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe they got, like, singular candy corn packs I can buy for, like, a quarter. You know? Like, a little, like, tiny pack. if you went out on the street on Halloween, you could get some. <laughs> Sounds like drugs. Let's go out <laughs> on the street. Like, anybody got any corn? No, any just, like, corn? dress up. Just dress up as a ghoul. <laughs> Like dress up as our favorite ghoul, Darth Vader, and you can go <laughs> go walk around town and find some candy corn. Then you have to like find a place that's giving out candy corn. How many places are going to be doing that? You know, there's got to be at least one. Yeah, but then you got to find the one. No, ask the kids who gives out the worst candy, and they'll, they'll point <laughs> in the right direction. That's true. But then you're just like, <laughs> then you're an adult man dressed as Darth Vader talking to kids. <laughs> Actually, the smart thing would be is to walk around with a bag of candy. If you see kids say, hey, did you get candy corn? I'll trade you some of this candy for that. You'll get it. You'll get candy corn. That's true. It's also a little weird because <laughs> you're an adult man trading candy with kids and the parents are probably like, what the shit? Right, but it's uh, but like you're Darth, you're the ghoul Darth Vader. No one's gonna know if you put the voice mask on. No one's gonna know. That's true. If you're Ghoul Vader, no, you're gonna you have the mask on. You're like, I want your candy corn. <laughs> right? Yeah. You only have to that's do it once, his, really. Yeah, that's one of his famous <laughs> lines from the movies. Yeah. yeah, I remember that from uh, Empire Strikes Back. <laughs> Luke. Luke, I have the candy corn. Yeah, <laughs> that was a that was a classic, classic uh, line. I just, really, I don't know how we got here. Really, it just all started from Ghoul Vader. Uh, yeah. So the the moral of the story is you need to go get it. I will. I will go get it. It's happening. I'm gonna post a photo. <laughs> it will happen. I promise. Uh, what else did you do this week? So actually, this week, I did try something that I've never done before. It's All not right. nearly as cool as it's about to sound, but right. around me, around where I live, there are many, many restaurants. All of them I've never been to, mostly because they all have kind of this vibe of kitchen nightmares. You know all what right. I mean? Like... um there are restaurants that have been here since I've lived here, but from the outside, and I know they say never judge a book by its cover, <laughs> but it doesn't have that hole-in-the-wall vibe. You know, like the best Mexican or Chinese or like, you know, sandwich place looks right. like a crappy rundown thing. These are like big, big restaurants that, again, scream Chef Ramsay should probably be there at some point. <laughs> yep. But they're very popular. I see cars there all the time, so... I figure, okay, I'll try it. So I went to one today. I'm gonna, I'm gonna almost dox myself. Thankfully, it's not by where <laughs> I live exactly, but you know, it's a drive. 
There's a place called The Warehouse. And The Warehouse, again, great name for a restaurant. Yeah. The Warehouse, the theme is, uh, at least from the outside, like old abandoned, uh, like, dock. Like, it looks like a swamp villa. Like, if you lived in Louisiana and you were smuggling drugs, this is where you would also eat, I guess. (laughs) Is in from the outside. There's like trees and bushes and old posts and signs that say like "Great entertainment, amazing food." And I've always driven by there. I've always seen it. I've always been like, "Hmm, interesting." So <laughs> I decided to go. All right. And uh, I want to regale you with this experience because it was it was interesting. First off, the food roughly the equivalent of going to. I don't know, like uh, Cheesecake Factory. wasn't right. great, but it was like fine, right? But it wasn't like you went to Louisiana. In the, the no, sw- not at all. <laughs> no, 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 no. All it right. was not, no. Uh, I got clam chowder and it was like the blandest clam chowder I've ever had. So I had all to put right. hot sauce in it and then I also put pepper in it because I was like, I, I just need a flavor. Yeah. I need, it tasted not like anything. So just like cream. Yeah, it was like cream flavor, but like not even you know how cream has a taste. Yeah, didn't even have that. It was, <laughs> admittedly, around us, everyone was sixty plus. Oh, uh, that's a yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah there were like away. two old women behind us chatting it up in a language I did not recognize. There was a, a, a there was a woman walking around with a camera offering to take photos, and the entire time I'm like, nah. No, that woman is going to absolutely try to get us to buy a photo. Yep, and I 100%. watched her do it to a table, and she came back. It was the Disneyland. It was like, you know, you go to a music yep. park, and they try to sell you on some <laughs> dumb, stupid thing. It was happening in a restaurant, dude. It was crazy. <laughs> Not even and, like an insane, crazy restaurant. Like, you went to, like, some Michelin star one. It's just like, hey, you're at the warehouse. <laughs> right? They're like, you're at the warehouse. <laughs> and it was, again, it was fine, but it wasn't... The food was like, all right, I guess you come here to get drunk is is what the vibe seems to be. And on the end, so the outside there's a patio. The patio overlooks uh, the sort of boats and stuff they have there. Again, not really, maybe it wasn't high tide, but it wasn't even on the water really. There was like a concrete walkway down to where the water was. (laughs) And in that concrete walkway was a bunch of boats. And those boats were kind of like decommissioned. I don't even, there was just like a bunch of... Nobody using these boats there. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah, it's an all right view, I guess. The inside looked like a 1964 tiki bar. <laughs> the seats were normal seats, but the backs were so high that it looked like you were sitting in a throne. Everyone had their own personal throne, but you know, like a hint of. Islander racism, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yep. Just like someone saw a movie about an island in the 1950s and was like, yeah, 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 that's this restaurant. Yeah, this is like, uh, it's like a margarita. <laughs> it's not even close to Margaritaville. At least Margaritaville has a theme. That's this, true. When you walk in, so when you first get there, they make you, again, I don't know if there's parking somewhere else. But if you drive up to the restaurant, they make you get, they, they make you valet. That's six bucks. I haven't even walked in the door. 
<laughs> so then you walk down this gangplank of like rotting wood boards and like trees and stuff. And it's a vibe. It certainly has a vibe where you're like, this is, if I had kids, this would be kind of fun to take the kids here. I bet they would get a kick out yeah. of this. You know, there's, um, water underneath it and there it, it's kind of like you're in a swampy vibe and there's turtles and fish and uh it, again very like take the kids it'll be fun it reminds yeah. me of when you wait in line to get on pirates of the caribbean yeah at disneyland it's the exact same vibe yeah i just uh, so, i just googled this and i'm looking through now yeah we get there <laughs> we walk in and the uh Whole inside empty. There is not a soul there. No one's on. So I'm like, oh, I guess people are outside. And I was correct. People were outside. But the, if you were to tell me if I went to this restaurant with the amount of cars and people I see there every day, that when I walked in, it would be completely empty on the inside. I would be <laughs> shocked. I couldn't believe it. It was it was something all right. There was a bar, and I couldn't tell if there was anyone there, but there's definitely one dude in it, like a yellow shirt screaming loudly. Uh, so I all guess right. he was watching a game or something. Yeah. And then outside, yeah, like I said, outside, you know, a lot of people started coming to the outside area. That checks out. But again, a lot of it was just like old groups, old couples. Eventually, a dude who looks like Alex showed up with two kids. So that's how I knew it wasn't Alex. But other than that, yeah, it was it was a weird experience. I'm glad I went to experience it. But it wasn't, you know, I wasn't like, man, that food was exactly awesome. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was like whatever. It was like whatever. Yeah, it's not bad. It's not amazing. But again, it doesn't explain how that thing has existed. I think forty years. I'm not sure how old this thing is. It's no oh, wow. Uh, some guy came out from the kitchen. I think it was a chef. Came out to talk to the old couple behind us. No, it was actually two sisters behind us who were, you know, that L.A. kind of we're seventy five, but we're gonna dress like we're yeah. twenty four. That vibe. <laughs> yeah. They were behind us. And he came out to talk to them, and they were like, how long have you been here? And he's like, 40 years. And I was like, oh, my God. So it's at least 40 years. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think. Maybe he said 14. That seems more realistic. But I don't – yeah, 14 still seems like a long time. Again, it's L.A. You'd think the food would have to be perfect. Yeah. And it was just solidly like, all right, that was fine. You know what I mean? You'd think it would be blown away, but nope. Well, it's I like it, what happens uh... when you eat at a warehouse. <laughs> That's true. It says it opened in 1969. Again, I don't think they've changed the decor since 1969. <laughs> it, it has a Kitchen Nightmares vibe entirely. <laughs> Gordon would show up at this place and be like, "You've got you've got fish under the floorboards." <laughs> <laughs> now, you're bashing this, but I just looked at the entertainment schedule, and on every every Wednesday and Thursday. From 5 to 8 p.m. is Uncle Monkey. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. Well, now I'm going to do Uncle Monkey. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what he does. <laughs> but he's there every Wednesday and Thursday. Uh, is he Uncle Monkey? Here you go. Dude, UncleMonkey.com. I'm scared. I don't know what I'm looking at. <laughs> Music. I don't understand. What is Uncle Monkey's vibe? Is he like a... He has to be some sort of like island band. You know what oh, I mean? Oh, yeah. Like, Here he is. This is, I think this is him. He's play like beach a, songs. See, there he is. Oh, stop, dude. <laughs> stop. <laughs> Uncle Monkey is a man dressed like a pirate with an eye patch and a monkey 
with an eye patch behind him and a yep. dog posed up looking like he's ready to attack. <laughs> this is Uncle, the best part is Uncle Monkey professional band. Yeah. Professional band. And if you go to the music part of his website, it says all CDs are $15 and you have to email him and monkeyinfo at AOL.com to get a CD. <laughs> you can't even just buy it. You have to email him <laughs> to buy it. This is that's this, incredible. Yeah, that's so good. This I does love, you sound know like a guy that would play at the warehouse. Yeah, I stand corrected. I stand corrected. This is amazing. The warehouse is where it's at. Every Tuesday, you got the Casey Jones duo. The ca- <laughs> <laughs> you know, right? Of course, the Casey Jones duo. But if you're looking, like, if you're looking at this. If you're at the warehouse website, the very first top image is like a pond that makes it look like it's in the bayou. And then across the street is a hotel complex. (laughs) It looks so crazy. (laughs) I'm pretty sure I remember driving past this place last time I was in LA. 100%. Every time I'm there, I see it. I'm like, okay, I got it. Who is, what is this place? Who goes there? What's going on here? It's... Doing it every Friday night with DJ Charlie salsa dancing from nine to ten p.m. We could all oh, we could have salsa dance from, salsa oh, from nine to ten exactly one hour <laughs> for exactly one of the oh but then after that it's open dancing from ten p.m. to one thirty a.m. That sounds right. That, yeah. I mean, like that's where it's at. Yeah, that's, that's... what I wanted to. <laughs> really quickly, go look at the menu. Tell me the menu doesn't look like the menu you would see at uh, Cheesecake Factory. It covers uh, everything. Let's see. Let's see food, steak, chicken. Yeah, pasta. This is like, <laughs> it's like a tropical cheesecake factory. It really, like, it's like, yeah, yeah, you can get seafood, but also steak, but also chicken, but also pasta. Your yeah. sides for all these things. I got the steamed broccoli, by the way. It was, you know how you would expect it to be something, right? They just it was not literally just broccoli. It. it was just broccoli that was steamed. They yeah. Season it at all. There was nothing. It was just steamed, bro- and it's fine. I like broccoli. I'll eat yeah. it in all its forms. But I just, if I'm gonna pay for it at a restaurant, I want a little bit more. Yeah, like seven dollars for to steam some broccoli. You could do that at home. That's bro. what I'm saying. <laughs> I, wa- I was like, all right, well, I want some broccoli. Let's make this good. Yeah. No, nah, you know how sometimes you go out and you get like uh, Brussels sprouts, but they make it candy bacon. Like I want yeah. that. Like make my broccoli pop, but no, it was just broccoli in a bowl. Is what it was. <laughs> that's gonna. That's gonna be a quote. <laughs> like episode 500 be like make my broccoli pop and you're gonna be like what the shit <laughs> guaranteed here's the uh, thing i will recognize that as me entirely because i don't think you've ever addressed broccoli ever i don't think you've ever had really any haven't. takes on broccoli or ever wanted to talk about broccoli that's a me thing that's true listen i, I don't like i don't dislike broccoli it's just i can't eat too much broccoli i can eat like a couple broccolis once you start going overboard on the broccoli, you're going to have a bad time. That's a grand quote. <laughs> <laughs> that is. Once you start it's, going overboard on the broccoli, you're going to have a bad time. Broccoli's a high FODMAT. You got to watch out. Oh, no, I love it. I could eat broccoli all the time. I love broccoli. I like asparagus. Big asparagus. Asparagus is all right as long as it's grilled. Uh... I don't know. I like all asparagus. I could have it grilled. Or, I could have it steamed. I could have it. Yeah, oven. I love the oven asparagus. Usually when we do it, when we have our like steak night and we grill, 
we've uh, you'll either put it on the grill you can, like put it in foil and you steam it in there or you can like grill it a bit and then put it in foil or vice versa you got you know a lot of mixtures or you put it in the oven you do a little olive oil you salt and pepper and then some garlic on there you get the crispy garlic with it it's good sorry stuff. i get distracted by uncle monkey i i <laughs> am obsessed enough. with uncle monkey <laughs> <laughs> uncle monkey also feels like he'd play at the ren fair right yeah, like 100%. I could see Uncle Monkey and his dog performing at the Ren Fair. Also because Uncle is spelled U-N-K-L-E. <laughs> yeah. So, you know. The, okay. That. Also, also, dude, hold on. I went yeah. to his website. Are, are yep. you on his website right now? I did go to his website, yes. This is the scariest thing. UncleMonkey.com with U-N-K-L-E. I was looking up U-N-C. Yeah. U-N-K. The, yes. the start page is terrifying. That's what I said. I said I was freaked out. <laughs> I went there. I was like, what the shit is this? I didn't even remotely think that this would be as scary as it is. I thought you were just freaked out because it was weird. I didn't no. know it was actually like internet creepypasta scary. <laughs> yeah, straight up. He looks like, uh, God, what's the, the Marvel villain? <laughs> Red Skull, yes. Yeah, Red Skull. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> Yeah, it is in some way like one of those found GeoCities website things <laughs> that was where probably it's made also there. very scary. It literally says made in like 2006. He probably did use GeoCities. This is absolutely crazy. Like, why choose to make the scariest start page? Yeah, I don't know. I don't even know if he intended to. Sometimes people that do these things, they like don't even intend to do that. They're just like, that looks pretty cool. And then they just leave it because they don't care. I like how you can download a promo photo of him, though. There you go, if you want to... You can download his headshot. <laughs> yeah. The same headshot of him creepily peering through the bushes with his terrifying red face. It's just the, also the fact that he's using AOL.com. Really just... <laughs> really dates he's how like old this mom, is. He's like my mom, honestly. I'm here <laughs> yeah. for it. I, I actually like it. It's There's something about it that really, to me, says, like, you know, this guy got it. Yeah. I mean, Whoa! you have, like... Uh, <laughs> uh, ladies and gentlemen, you don't need to take our word for it. Every Wednesday yep. from 6 to 7 p.m., mm -hmm. he is live on Facebook. <laughs> what? Facebook Live. Tiny URL. You can go watch him. Every Oh, my God. I'm on his Facebook right now. You can watch him <laughs> live every <laughs> single Wednesday. Oh, man. This is. Uh, I'd have to log into Facebook, but I, oh, I'll yeah. take I'll take the website's word for it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's this, so good. The tiki bar is open. All right, I started playing some songs. Yeah, how are we looking? And uh, they're about what I expected to hear from Uncle Monkey. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> it's got that like tropical vibe, but it's like a. It's blended in with like some blues <laughs> and uh, almost like it has the like Margaritaville style to it as well, but not like full on Margaritaville. It's just so it's kind of it's like, you know, background music to eat something with pineapple in it is what you're saying. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and you got to have a you got to have a drink with the little umbrella. I'm going to listen to the song Monkey See, Monkey Do by Uncle Monkey. <laughs> Let's go. All right. All right. This song starts out with a man going, 
Monkey C. <laughs> monkey <laughs> D. And then a monkey in the background going, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> this is brilliant. This all right, you know what? I would drink to this. I get it now. Yeah. If I had to go somewhere and drink a bunch of like My fruity pies. cocktails, and I would listen to this man and enjoy it. I'm not gonna yeah. lie. <laughs> no doubter. I get it. I get it too. <laughs> yeah, this is uh this does seem like this really does seem like a one of those like nineties restaurants though. Yeah, like the, it, it it's almost rainforest cafe vibes. Yeah. Yeah, like it's like a fancy rainforest, like a tropical like it's, rainforest. It's, yeah, it's trying to take itself seriously so they don't use animatronics, but everything yeah. else is like, you know, they're like, we're the classy version of Rainforest Cafe. <laughs> yeah, the, the, the warehouse version. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's uh, honestly, I'd eat here once. And I did. What's crazy is that the, the sisters behind us, they were like talking to the waiter. And they were just like, well, we'll be back. I've got friends coming in town and I want to take them here. You remember Greg? Do you remember Greg? And the guy's like, hmm. <laughs> No, and she's like, you. Oh, you would recognize him if he showed. <laughs> you do you know Greg? And I was like, oh boy, you gotta know Greg. Oh. Come on, everyone knows Greg. <laughs> That's my favorite. It's like then they're they're not gonna stop until the guy knows, like, no, come on, you remember Greg, right? And then he'll just be like, ha yeah, of course, Greg. Yeah, the dude How literally said like, oh well, when I see him, I'll definitely recognize him. They're like, yeah, you'll when you see him, you'll recognize. Him. <laughs> That's the yeah. That's the classic. Like no, no, no way. Listen, there are some times where like if I did see someone, I would recognize them. But absolutely, yeah. I guarantee this man is not going to recognize Greg. No, that man's worked in a restaurant for forty years. I promise you, <laughs> he does not remember every person who's come to that restaurant. Yeah, unless you're there once a week, yeah. right? You, you can't say remember Greg. Like, I brought him here <laughs> once in 1984. Like awesome. <laughs> Awesome, Nana. Oh, Greg, 84. Oh, 84, Greg. Right, right, right. <laughs> yeah, now I remember. <laughs> uh, let's see. Did I, did, I, did I do anything crazy this week? I don't think I did. I think this week was pretty boring for me. Damn. I mean, that's uh, good, though. A boring week is fine. Yeah, sometimes you need a boring week. You know, I went to the gym, did my thing. Uh... Ate at home. Yeah, you didn't yeah. hurt yourself. Didn't hurt myself. That's always a good Everything week. Seems pretty good. Yeah, boring can be good. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I really did nothing. <laughs> did I even write down? Hold on, maybe I wrote down something. Uh, with bated breath. <laughs> no, I, I didn't even write down. This is all old material. <laughs> the only thing I wrote down is that they put the vampire Nick Cage movie on Amazon Prime. We got to make time for that, for sure. We got to watch that. I don't know yeah. when you got time, but at some point, yes, we got to watch yes. that. Maybe next I, weekend. I, I, I'll be, well, it depends. I fly home, but I'll be, Saturday I'm at, uh, whatchamacallit, TwitchCon. Oh, oh, that's right. TwitchCon's happening. Yeah, I know. I got to uh, go do that. Uh, is that next week? I think yeah, it, I think it yeah, is. Yeah, I think it is. Oof. Yeah. So what about that's a thing? What about tomorrow night? I can't. I gotta prepare for uh, Chuluminati oh, yeah, yeah, Live. Chuluminati Live. Oh my god, you're busy every weekend. 
I know. Uh, What a a, a mess. (laughs) (laughs) Well, actually, if we watch it two weeks from now, that's like the 28th or 27th or whatever. That's like Halloween. That's perfect. Yeah, that works. uh, Yeah, it's right before Halloween. That sounds good. Yeah, that works. Yeah. Um, I like it. This is the part of the podcast where we just schedule out something. I mean, people, <laughs> listen, people listening will probably stop by. They want to see Nick Cage vampire. It's so funny because it's true. We're literally, we stop the podcast to sit here and plan our week. <laughs> you got anything uh, tomorrow? Ah, all right. About a week after. What are you doing? Like, are you busy? <laughs> <laughs> we could have done this at any time. And we're just doing it in the middle of recording, and I'm not going to cut it out. It's in there. Yeah, this is part just of the episode. I got to yeah. go to the warehouse. I got to listen to Uncle Monkey. <laughs> Specifically, Uncle Monkey. That's why I'm going. Yeah, we got to see uh, Uncle Monkey. Mon- you can wa- again. You can watch Uncle Monday. Mon- Monday. Monday. Uncle Monday. Uncle Monday. <laughs> Uncle Monday sounds like like Adam's family character. It does. It's like the weird like Frankenstein mixed with like. <laughs> Just the normal guy. But he's also ah. like part pirate and monkey. <laughs> yeah. Uncle Mundy. <laughs> Uncle Mundy. He's just got like a monkey tail, a pirate hat, like Frankenstein face, but like a normal man body. <laughs> yeah, he's the one Adams family <laughs> uncle that shows up like, eh, you know, every few seasons. We don't want to see him too often. <laughs> he just like can't talk. So he just walks around like, ah, Uncle Mundy, you scared me. He's just like, eh. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, his monkey, he has a pet monkey that talks for him. <laughs> yeah. But it's like, hello, old chap. It's me. <laughs> and that's Uncle Monkey. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah, of course uh, it does. Also, before we get off the warehouse, I always like to see like steak prices. It's like $36 for a New York strip steak. I feel like you just go you go to the store. You can buy your own New York strip for probably like 15, 20 bucks and grill it yourself. I don't you know. You could. I think the assumption is you're paying extra to get something that is a better cut and is seasoned and cooked better than you could do it. I think is, is what you're paying for. Question is, is it? No idea. Couldn't tell you. <laughs> yeah. Like if I'm going to like a... A place where they're like, yo, this place is amazing. Then I'm like, all right, you know what? I'll pay some good money to get a steak that I'm not going to be able to make myself. I think that's the thing. I like paying to have things cooked up that you're not going to be able to make yourself. Right? I mean, that's the point of a restaurant. Correct. Yes. Yeah. But sometimes they're just like, oh, you can make, you get chicken. But it's like, I can just make chicken at home. Like, I don't know. I Like, I get that some people just are like, I'm just only going to eat these things. Or, like, I eat chicken or whatever. But, like, like I want to eat something that I'm not going to be able to make at home just because, I don't know. I don't know. No, I, 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 absolutely, <laughs> I absolutely get you. Yeah, yeah. I understand. Uh, and that's why I think, you know, watching Kitchen Nightmares as an example, when Gordon shits on them for serving frozen food, I'm like, the man's right. Like, I want to go someplace and get something that is better than what I could make at home. Yeah, exactly. That's what you're paying for. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. So I'll pay I'll pay you if it's good. But like, you know, <laughs> I want my clam chowder to taste, I don't know, not, it doesn't have to have me put hot sauce and pepper in it. Like, spice your food. I'll have you know, it says here that was Chef Raul's clam chowder. It was Chef Raul's clam chowder. That's true. It had potatoes, thyme, bacon, and cream sherry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it didn't taste like any of that. 
It definitely had clam, like chunks of clam and potato and bacon. I, I, it was there, but again, the flavor was just, I don't know. It was, it tasted like a little creamy broth. There was nothing. Uh. I was like, mm, I'm going to have to spice this up myself. And once I did, it was good. Yeah. But it required me to do some work, and I was like, well, that shouldn't be the case. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, speaking of advertisement. Yep. Yep, there we go. <laughs> well, if you're like me, you love meat. You love it in all its forms. It's glorious, glorious forms, and there are so many of them. Well, ButcherBox is going to bring you all those forms directly to your house. We're talking 100% grass-fed beef, free-range organic chicken, pork-raised crate-free, and wild-caught seafood. No antibiotics, no hormones, none of that bad stuff. Just high-quality meat and seafood you can trust. Delivered to you! And the best part, besides the convenience, is the taste and the quality of the meat and just the cost for that. The other night, I took some of the ground beef and made sort of like a bootleg taco meat thing i was feeling taco meat mostly because i had leftover tortilla chips and then some cheese and i was gonna make like a bootleg nacho situation it was delicious i was so happy to just have it there when i wanted it because i was feeling the vibe i was like you know what i'm just gonna have this right now i didn't have to like go to the grocery store and buy the stuff and then come home my crazy idea it happened and i was good to go I think later this week, I got some chicken in there that I'm going to, you know, spice up real nice. Maybe throw some of that Nando sauce on there, grill it up, do the whole thing. I've got plans. I've got plans, people. And you should plan, here we go, on getting yourself a butcher box with a very good deal. Because if you sign up right now with code COX, C-O-X, you get ground beef for life plus $20 off your first order. That's two pounds of ground beef free in every box for the lifetime of your membership, plus $20 off your first order when you sign up at butcherbox.com cox and then use code cox. That's once again to get this great deal, butcherbox.com cox and use code cox to get $20 off your first order and ground beef for life. Let's go to Chopping Up Something's Got the Grendor. Grendor, I was a travel there. Oh, boy, it's windy and rainy out here today. I can barely see anything. There's fog. Uh, there's a lot of wind, a lot of rain. Like, it's it's crazy up here. It's raining all over the country. The temperatures are dropping. I actually got a sinus headache last night because we did, the temperature dropped from, like, the 60s down to, like, 50. It was raining. I was like, ugh, my head. Uh, so watch out for that weather. Back to you. I love how that just was a weather report. Anyway, uh, let's go <laughs> to weather. Weather. All right. Time for the weather. It's rainy. <laughs> uh, so we got a weather request for Whitby, England. And they said it's a probably, fairly... Probably rainy. Probably rainy. It's a fairly typical, typical English seaside town, but it has a notable goth scene because it's where Dracula lands in the novel. Bram Stoker was inspired by the shipwreck of the Dimitri and turned it into the Demeter. Yes, the one from the recent film. You can also find lots of fossils from Jurassic Sea creatures there, as well as the mineral jet, which is appropriate given the goth scene. I can personally recommend Sherlock's Coffee Shop for great cheesecake and the Edge Restaurant for evening meals. Question. Question. Is this like 
goth dudes or hot goth mommies? I uh, <laughs> I would like to know. Uh, that determines I, whether I will ever go visit this town. <laughs> I don't know. I I don't know anything about it except what this person said. As far as said. I can tell, it is far too. It's far too north. Uh, it's far too north. Yeah, this looks. This does look pretty far up north there. And once yeah, you start pretty, hitting the 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 burrows. The furthest up I've ever been was Nottingham. This is so far up. This yeah, is, I'm going to say it's too far. It's too far for me. Also, Dracula far. went there. Dracula didn't go to London. <laughs> yeah, I guess not. He didn't want to be seen. Too much. If he landed in London, they'd be like, hey, he's Dracula. No, they wouldn't. They wouldn't know. Oh, no. I think you're wrong. Tell uh, me. Yeah, all right. Okay. <laughs> I know I'm not wrong. <laughs> nah, you're wrong. Uh, over in Whitby, England, it is 46 degrees Fahrenheit. A little chilly, feeling like 39. Humidity 74%, pressure 29.69, nice inches. Visibility 9 miles, winds at 18 miles per hour, 38 on the dew point, UV index 0, and a waning crescent moon phase. 7.28 a.m. sunrise, 6.07 p.m. sunset. Looking at that 10-day, we've got ourselves 53 degrees, mostly sunny, windy on Saturday. Mostly sunny on Sunday, 52, 53 on Monday, a.m. clouds, p.m. sun. Tuesday, it's 54 and sunny, but then here comes the England weather. Wednesday, it gets mostly cloudy, 56. <laughs> Thursday, we got showers, 56. Friday, 53 showers. Saturday, 52 showers. Sunday, 52 showers. Monday, 54 showers. Tuesday, 55 showers. And then just pretty much showers with 50s from there on out. You know, I can tell this place is off the map. Mm. I don't see a Nando's at all. I'm looking. Oh, I'm boy. struggling to find a Nando's. I don't see one. I see Weatherspoons. I see that. I see Sherlock's Coffee Shop, <laughs> which is certainly a thing. Yeah. I see Fish and Chips. I see a place called Cranberry Swamp. What the <laughs> hell is that? Cranberry Swamp. Yo, Cranberry oh, yeah. Swamp looks delicious. What the hell? That sounds great. For a name like that, you better be delicious. Look at this place. The little, the, oh, that looks still, they got like a little hot chocolate with the gingerbread. Ma oh my God, the food here looks so, <laughs> cranberry swamp. This place does look pretty cool. I like this. Yeah, dude, like. I'm feeling it. I can't believe it exists, but okay. <laughs> yeah, this is great. Yeah, it's nice. And then they, they got good looking breakfast, like pancake. Yeah, dude, they even have like a Mexican looking dish that looks delicious. Hey, look at that. Don't expect that from Northern England. Also, while we're here, everything, this is so goofy. Everything here is named insanely. Here's another uh, restaurant called Rusty Shears. <coughs> and this place looks like it'd be fun to go to. It looks like a little cafe with just like, you know, little cafe food. But also it looks like it's in the back of someone's home and or a whorehouse. I'm not <laughs> sure. Maybe both. Rusty Shears, House of Gin. Yo, this place looks great. And it's got like teacups, but also they serve you just random breads and jams on a cutting board. Oh, uh, yeah. They got gin, fizz, tonic. So they just give you a gin and tonic and then like a variety of like baked foods or like they got the, the smoked salmon. They got wraps and stuff. Ooh, they have a chocolate shake that looks like it would F me up. But also outside, they just have a whole wall of teacups that are just thrown against the wall. Oh, what? yeah, I see that. What the shit? You know what? I'm not going to question it. That place is great. The, this is, see, this. I'm here for this. I still don't see any Nando's. 
They got a Greg's, but that's very British. Of course, they would have that. Oh, Botham's of Whitby. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> Yo, an 1865 bakery that makes meat pies. Yo, this place looks like it slaps. Whoa, I stand corrected. You know what? I get why. I get why a vampire would come here. <laughs> Let's I don't see. know if any of this is open after five when a vampire would be awake, but oh, like yeah. this oh, place yeah, this looks great. Looks so good. Everything. Dude, they have a tea? Oh yeah, this the is like a that, super oh, tea man. time place. Oh, this looks it looks like an, an old nanny would serve you. Yeah, it does. Like, welcome. Would you like some tea? The bread loaf looks delicious. Everything about this I'm here for. I don't know what people in this town eat besides loaves of bread because it's everything we've looked at so far. <laughs> yeah, I've seen tea, alcohol, bread, and like meat pie. <laughs> yeah, and, and meat pies. Yeah, which to be the fair Magpie does. Magpie Cafe. It does seem like the place. British diet. Yo, shout out to Mr. Chips by the Beach. <laughs> I love that. That's the name, Mr. Chips by the Beach. Also, a lot of hotels, or at least. Oh yeah. Places to let, I guess. It could be like bed and breakfast. Out in the middle of nowhere, Pizza West. Pizza West? That is serving the crate. You know what? Sometimes there are certain things that shouldn't be on pizza. Look at this first pizza and tell me what the hell this is. Uh, That is an abomination. <laughs> <laughs> this is a pizza that looks like it's a pizza, but then also with hot dog, pickle, and mustard on top. Now, what is this? This is, I don't know. I don't know about this place. Pizza West is just by itself in an alcove. Like, it's like, yeah. this is crazy. But it looks like it's fresh stuff because the everything here looks incredibly fresh. Yeah, it looks very like, insane uh, looking. everything looks modern. It looks like it's busy. It looks fancy. Yeah, it also looks like it is, wow, that's so crazy. I don't know why someone would make a restaurant here. So there, if you look at the big aerial photo, the city is behind it. The beach yeah. is in front of it, but it's on sort of a green lawn by itself. Oh, yeah, I see that. That's so wild. And then there's this hot dog pickle pizza. Uh, I, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to let just, you know, I kind of have to try it. Yeah, it's got to be it good. It looks, I mean, does it have to be good? If everybody's ordering it. <laughs> I guess But is it like a gimmick Or is it actually a delicious flavor I don't know Hold on We gotta We gotta explore Let's see So it's Pizza West Okay They gotta have it on the menu right Pepperoni trees No Mushroom Salami jalapeno Black olive No Grilled plum Wait no That's not it Ratatouille Fresh basil Where is it Roast beef Crispy roasties <laughs> Pepperoni so that's just salami. potatoes, probably? I think so. House-cured salmon, chicken shawarma, pomegranate pizza. What the shit? Cheesy leek, crispy parma ham? I mean, you're just in British territory right now. I don't like it here. <laughs> <laughs> All I right, hold on. I can't find it. What is that uh, pizza? It's got to be something special, right? Maybe? I don't see it. Dude, you're right. I don't see it it's on there. here at all. That's what I'm saying. This is the, maybe it's like some secret menu item, or maybe like, it was so terrifying they just got rid of it. that they had to get rid of it. <laughs> I, yeah, you're right. I don't see it. I don't see it at all. Yeah, it's I mean that's for the better if that's the case. 
Or maybe Listen, it's like uh, a different word. You know what I mean? Yeah, how they're maybe like, like, like we the see hot dog pizza and they see cheesy leek crispy parm ham. <laughs> like, oh yeah, that's a crumpy. <laughs> Y'all get the crumpy. It's just a hot dog. Yeah, yeah. That's a that's a bangerin' pie, it is. <laughs> I guess uh, why British people love their like wacky words like that, like the like the roasties. It sounds I don't I don't want to eat a roastie. It just sounds weird. But I do want to eat something called rocket over something called arugula. What? Wait, what? Rocket is arugula, and they call it rocket. And I think rocket's what? much cool. I want to eat that. Why is it? Why is it called rocket? I don't know, cause that's what it's called there. Why is it just called rules? arugula? Cause they probably had it first, and then someone here in America was like, "It's arugula." I don't think so. I think. Uh, hold on, we gotta we gotta find this out. Yeah, rocket. It's arugula. Also known as arugula rocket. Oh, it's like they say R O Q U E T T E, like rocket, not like rocket I mean, ship. No, they definitely call it rocket. R O C K, uh, yeah, K E T. Ooh, I almost forgot. Yeah, they, <laughs> that would have been awkward. Yeah, it's also called rugula instead of arugula. There's rugula, there's rucola, ruchetta. There's all different words for it, but I've been to restaurants in the UK where it's literally spelled R O C K E T, rocket. I, I don't like it. Why, is it. why do they call it a rocket? A rocket's like a rocket ship. I like Rocket. I think Rocket is fun. I want, you know, like put Rocket on my pizza. I like it. I think it's fun. Just say I want arugula. It sounds like it sounds more like what it is. Right, but Rocket is fun to say. <laughs> A lot of things are fun to say. Yeah, <laughs> and mean that's gotta... why I choose to say that. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I don't like that. It's just like seeing Rocket plus balsamic. It's just. Yeah. It looks Rocket plus balsamic vinegar? That's going to blast me off to Flavortown, man. <laughs> I'll become a satellite in the Flavorverse. Uh, it looks more like a wild green. Not like a rocket. And then you know, I see more you know arugula what? in the wild green than I see a rocket. Eh, arugula sucks. You suck. No, uh, no, no. But here's the thing. I'll defend <laughs> eggplant over aubergine any day. Wait, aubergine? Was that like yeah. the... Well, okay, I I like eggplant over aubergine as well. Aubergine just sounds yeah. weird. Aubergine's not weird. Like a little, like, uh, you know, like up its own ass. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, I agree with that. Eggplant makes sense. Why? I don't know. It doesn't look <laughs> like an egg. <laughs> but I don't care. It says eggplant. It's a plant thing. I know that. And I know that it looks like a dick emoji, so I get it. Yeah. <laughs> Aubergine? That's not a dick emoji. That's too classy to be a dick emoji. Eggplant? <laughs> that guy sends dick emojis. <laughs> uh, also, can I just say, I also found the Windmill Inn. Alright, check that one out. And you just stay in like, someone's <laughs> backyard. This isn't a restaurant. This is someone's backyard. <laughs> you literally, yeah, you stay in someone's backyard. What is this? Here's the thing. I kinda... It looks... Like, you're definitely staying in someone's backyard. It's pretty funny. It looks like you're in little yurts, kind of. Like, a little tiny <laughs> yeah. mobile home in a backyard. But it, the fish and chips look fine. Everything seems fine. It looks clean. Honestly, they do have a drink that says, Local apples grown within 40 miles of our mill. So, I think it's like a cider. Man, that sounds pretty good. 
They have some dish. I think scroll up from that local Apple's. All right. It looks like pizza, but I can't tell you that it's pizza. Uh, it's something <laughs> covered in pepperonis and jalapenos and cheese, but also served with French fries. Yeah, I don't know I what that is. I'd eat the hell out of it, though. I'm not going to lie. I'm looking at that like, damn, that looks that almost delicious. almost looks like an omelet. It looks like a delicious. pizza omelet. Oh, in your in your little yurt thing, they give you some biscuits and tea. Oh, that's lovely. Yeah. It does have the vibe of staying at someone's Airbnb where the photos definitely make it seem like it's bigger than it actually is for sure. Yeah. No, I, I see that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because I'm looking at it. The bathroom, they're using a wide angle because if you go to the bathrooms, that sink is... It like barely a sink. I don't know how you're washing your hands in that. That thing is so small. The sink is the width of the toilet paper roll holder. Oh yeah, I see. Yeah, that's Dad, <laughs> that is uh, all right. I mean, like to everyone, everyone has their own vibe. I get yeah. it. Yeah. Not for me though. I need my bathroom, so I'm gonna stay somewhere and pay you. I need my bathroom to be like the most fancy, ludicrous bathroom you've ever seen. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I agree with that. Need but a fancy bathroom. I do bathroom. like the drinks. The drinks look up my... I would drink the hell out of it. Not gonna lie. I've been looking up apple cider alcohol things now. <laughs> <laughs> Not gonna Are you looking up apple cider grown 40 miles from your house? Oh, yeah. Are you that's, trying to find that right now? <laughs> that's the only way. Uh, Cider... Uh, anyway, that's the weather. <laughs> All right, let's go to sports. Sports. Um, big sports stuff going on, actually. Hockey has started. Uh, basketball in the preseason, they're looking to start. Baseball playoffs, finally down to the four remaining teams. We've got Texas versus Houston in the ALCS, and Arizona took down the Dodgers. And they'll play against the Phillies, who took down the Braves in the NLCS. And in the NFL, currently uh, you got the Dolphins in first, the Steelers somehow in first. Hell the yeah. Jaguars and Colts tied in first, which, by the way, Minshew leading the Colts right now. Hell yes, uh, that man. <laughs> the Kansas City Chiefs slash the Taylor Swifts are 5-1. and one. Uh, The Philadelphia Eagles are 5-0. and oh. The Lions are 4-1. and one. The Buccaneers 3-1. and one. And the 49ers are 5-0. and oh. And uh, that's pretty much sports. All right. I got to know. What's your vibe with Taylor Swift stuff? What's going on with that? Uh, I There's just a part of me that thinks it's PR. <laughs> like, there's, there's a big part of me that's just like, this is pretty much a big PR move. I don't know how long it'll last. I can't. Like, I don't. I don't know. It just feels something feels off. Yeah. Something. Yeah. It feels weird. I'm not sure what it is, but I saw some dude do the best theory where he was like, this is all a long con. Taylor's going to break hearts and destroy their chances this season. And I'm like, what? <laughs> uh, now I'm curious. How, what's, how, does it say, how does it say they met? Taylor Swift meet. It all started with a visit to one of her shows. On July 8th, Travis Kelsey was spotted attending a Swift era's tour stop in Kansas City where he watched the show from a private box so wait, he just 
he just showed up to watch one of her shows? That's what I'm saying. Huh. That seems really suspicious. That is pretty suspicious, especially just like this superstar NFL athlete. Just like, you know, I'll just go to a Taylor Swift show. No big deal. I got to something, something still feel, but maybe not. Maybe we're just, you know, maybe we're just being overly critical. Maybe they're, they're actually like having a great time. Either way, I don't really care. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, it doesn't matter. I just think it's hilarious that it's a thing, and everyone's obsessed with it now. And I hope it becomes something important. Otherwise, it just proves once again that everyone's obsessed with the dumbest shit. <laughs> so I need it to be, like, complicated. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 100%. Um, that's sports. All right. Let's talk fact of the day. What? What did you just say? Fact of the day. Oh, I thought you said back to the day. I was like, what? Let's talk back to the day. <laughs> let's talk back to the day. I was like, uh, okay, let's do that. Uh, all right, let's look up a Halloween fact. All right. So they used to be carved out of turnips, potatoes, and beets. Jack-o'-lanterns originated in Ireland. Uh, once Halloween became popular in America, people used local produce like pumpkins instead. This year, you might consider adding some creative carvings to your Halloween... Tableau? Tableau? I don't know what that word is. For a more natural look that also has historical origins. So I guess, you know, pumpkins more of an American thing because they used to just use turnips, potatoes, and beets to carve their stuff. Yeah, I wonder, you know what? Actually, that makes perfect sense. It definitely seems like a um, thing the pumpkin farmers of America tricked us all into doing. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, yeah. Right? Yeah, like no. It seems big pumpkin. You know, like it could be anything. No, no, no. It's pumpkins. Okay, yeah. it's pumpkins. No, big pumpkin was out for that one. No doubt yeah. about it. Yeah, that makes <laughs> sense. Yeah. Although I do, I do love the fact you can make like jack o' lantern potatoes. Uh, <laughs> also, hey, here's one for me. Illinois produces up to five times more pumpkins than any other state. Again, Illinois' big pumpkin. That's a problem. Yeah. I'm part of the problem. Uh, oh, and here we go. Cap it off with a callback. Candy corn was originally called chicken feed. That's right. The Golitz Confectionery Company originally sold the polarizing treat in boxes with a rooster on the front in order to appeal to America's agricultural roots. The sugary recipe has gone largely unchanged since the 1880s. Love them or hate them, you can't argue with that consistency. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That sucks. Love them or hate them, you can't argue. Can't they argue exist. That. Although I think I actually could argue the consistency. Absolutely. <laughs> so funny. Oh, uh, goodness. Yeah. So there's your facts of the day. All right. Well, what is our big news story of the day? Big news story of the day, 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 day. It actually is a big news story. Oh, no. Yes. <laughs> and it's Halloween theme. Absolute monster of a pumpkin sets new world record. Go on. <laughs> <laughs> Half Moon yes. Bay, California. A Minnesota horticulture teacher set a world record in California on Monday for the heaviest pumpkin after growing a giant jack-o'-lantern gourd weighing 2,749 pounds, which would be 1,247 kilograms for the non-pound people. 
Uh, <laughs> Travis Ginger, Ginger of Anoka, Minnesota, won the 50th World Championship Pumpkin Wayoff in Half Moon Bay, California, with an enormous lumpy orange pumpkin that could produce at least 687 pies. There's a picture. Oh my God, that is. <laughs> you know, it's gross. It's gr- I'm going to say it is gross. It does. It's, it's like Frankenstein's pumpkin. Yeah, it's too big. Yeah. Uh, I was not expecting that. It was quite the feeling. He said, 43 years old, <laughs> <he'd been> growing, <laughs> growing pumpkins for nearly 30 years. The previous world record for heaviest pumpkin was set by a grower in Italy who produced a 2,702-pound squash in 2021. Ginger grows his gourds in the pumpkin patch in his backyard. He said that this year he decided to give his plants extra care, watering them up to 12 times a day and feeding and fertilizing them a bit more than usual. Uh, Ginger, a landscape and horticulture teacher at Anoka Technical College, has been growing pumpkins since he was a teenager, inspired by his father, who also grew them. He first competed in Half Moon Bay's annual way off in 2020 and has won three of the city's last four giant pumpkin contests. Quote, I put in the work so that I can put a smile on people's faces, and it's just so nice coming out here to see everyone in this town. The pumpkin champ won a $30,000 prize for growing the biggest pumpkin and setting the world record. The gargantuan pumpkin will be on display in Half Moon Bay along with three runner-ups through the next weekend when visitors to the city's Art and Pumpkin Festival will be able to take photos with Ginger and the gourd. And the and the gourd. And the gourd. I, yeah, I don't need the man. Just the gourd. I'll just be the right. gourd, please. Just the gourd. <laughs> just the gourd, please. <laughs> like, I was like, you know, I do this so that I could put a smile on people's faces and win $30,000. But mainly the big smile, I see, is all I need. And the money. Yeah, I don't know how that grew. <laughs> I don't know in what way that monstrosity came to be. <laughs> but, I mean, I guess cool. Cool. Yeah. That is pretty neat. There you go. Big pumpkin. I feel like that's always a thing. Just people trying to grow giant vegetables. <laughs> yeah, and it's, you know, like it's it's a waste. I'm going to say it. It's a waste <laughs> of resources. <laughs> like, are they going to use it? Is someone going to make no. 800 pies or whatever it was? No, no one's going to use that. I guarantee the stuff inside of it is is like looking in hell. <laughs> you cut is. that pumpkin open, demons are gonna fly out. It's just like it's like steam and shit, and then there's all the demons flying out, and someone's just like, "Kill me!" <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're already dead. So yeah, that's that's the big news story of the day. All right. Well, that's it for us. Thank so much for listening or watching. Wherever you're enjoying this podcast, Crendor, hit him with the socials. We've got socials, youtube.com slash Cox and Crendor podcast. All one word is where you can listen to this podcast on YouTube. You can like, comment, subscribe, leave your weather requests, uh, check the playlist of past years. Got a whole bunch of stuff. Also, youtube.com slash Cox and Crendor. That's where you find all the animations. Also, you could find us on our own things. YouTube Jesse Cox, YouTube Crendor, Twitch Jesse Cox, Twitch Crendor, Facebook Jesse Cox, Facebook Crendor, Instagram Notorious Cox, Instagram Crendor was taken, Jesse Cox, TikTok, Crendor, TikTok, Warhammer Crendor, YouTube Cox Clips, Cren Clips, Patreon Crendor, Patreon Jesse Cox, Ghoul Vader, and that's it. All right. Thanks so much, and as always, woo, to be continued.